previously on Domstats. The bad humanoids attacked the rebel Gweller and take it over for themselves. Nero strikes a deal with the Planeswalkers for them to bring their assistance to Kandara. On their way to raise armies of the dead, Captain Crowley is killed in battle by Sterling Forsyth. Now we pick up where we left off as the bad humanoids lose one of their own. Tonight's episode of Dumpstats. Light has just faded from James T. Crowley's eyes. Um, uh, Sterling Forsyth and the rest of his vampire army bamfed away, um, s- dropping you know typical villain lines like "next time," blah blah blah. Um, and uh, he's 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 known for doing those. Um, and you guys are left. It is. Uh, there in the dirt, the sand. Uh, you have Germ. You have Nate. You have Dash. You have the astral projection of Nero, um, and you have uh, Billings uh, 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 with the Drake side uh, along um, uh, with the Drake side up, docked on the recently overtaken um, Rebel Queller, and. Uh, also down with you, you have Marantha and the way. So, Crassus. I'll, I'll just in. quietly say, like, he, he's gone. Not like gone, gone, but like. No, that's what. I, is he gone from here? Gone from here, but is he. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Made it pretty quickly, too. Like he was sprinting towards it. You may want to tell him when. I I, I know. I just I feel like I just I, don't I know what would be appropriate. Uh, Jeremy, you can hear them talking, but unless they're <laughs> purposefully trying to pay attention to them and not your dead father, uh, um, you just hear noise. Are, are you just looking down at him still? I'm looking down at him, um, holding the his his sword mm-hmm. that you know he's had, you know, supposedly in his family for. Generations, or so he said. I kind of never. I always just he liked to make up stories. Mm. Some of them turned out to be true, so 
Hey, you peeled this sword back. It's actually chocolate. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I knew it! I knew it! You, you never let me hold it. <laughs> uh, no, it feels it feels very real, and it feels actually yeah. perfectly crafted as well. Um, I won't turn around or anything. I'm still kind of on my knees, just kind of hovering over him. And I'll just, I'll just say, um, how does it work? Boat, some kind of hallway, shining light, ferry. What, how does he get there? Oh, death? Yeah. He just kind of goes there. It's like he's here, and then he's there. But he is there. I can feel him. He's here talking, I'll walk up. Okay. Jerome will take a couple of coins out of his pocket. Stuff him in uh, Captain Crowley's like front shirt pocket, and just say, um, first round's on me." And then I'll put another one in, and I'll just say, "And a little extra, just in case." He always said he could land at any port as long as he had two coins in his pocket. So he always knew who to pay. Jerem on the shoulder. I'll be on the opposite side. Give him a squeeze. Uh, Jerem will stand up, put the put the sword. He'll notch the sword. He'll attach it to his belt. Uh, and I'll just say, "All right, what next? Time to move on." Let's let's <coughs> let's get him back on the ship. Yeah, and we yeah. Can, then we can have that conversation. Sure. Yeah. Jeremy, you remember back to one of the many times that uh, Captain Crowley took you off by himself to sort of like try to set you straight for trying to like integrate yourself in the crew and like you know trying not to show favoritism and everything. Um. And uh, you remember back to that actual interstitial that we <laughs> that we read, technically still in this season, believe it or not, mm. that was that long ago. Mm. Uh, and season four, part A. Part A, yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah, the eight episodes, first of part half. A. the first twenty-five episodes of season four. Um, you know where? So you know about the the sailors' burial, um, how to bury a a pirate. Um, and you remember that, you know, like they're to be sort of like held and dragged into the water, not unlike an anchor, so that their heels, the last thing that's like touching the shore is their heels as they're taken into the water. And, you know, weights are placed in their body so that they sink to the bottom of the ocean because that's a sailor's burial. And do you want to know what the sword does? <laughs> sure. <clears throat> I'm gonna say I'll just figure it out. I'll yeah, start yeah, 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 <laughs> swinging yeah. at stuff, see what happens. When if the first person I stab like bursts into flame, yeah. right? I'll yeah. know something. We'll yeah. find out. It a is successful hit with this. This <laughs> is. I'll find out. I'll find out five years from now that oh, the sword actually brings people back to life. <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta stab them before you dump them in the ocean. You gotta stab them yeah. before five years. Oh, yeah. The secret was love. <laughs> All right. It is a plus five. Woo. Rancer of Deliverance. Damn. Damn. Rancer. 
Isn't that a what isn't is it Rancer? Is that like a Mancer? Uh Rancer, they <laughs> they sing that song time by Tonight on Rancers. <laughs> <laughs> we look back at the career of Steve Prefontaine. Because he ran. Uh sorry, Rancer of what? <laughs> uh Deliverance. So a Rancer is normally better. shaped like a pole arm. Right. Yeah, but this thing but this thing is like uh a kind of like a, a modified polearm to be wielded like a sword. So it has, <coughs> you know, it has a regular blade, but then it has like two forked blades towards the end, but they're small, right? Here's what it does. Um, it is adamantine, so it is indestructible. It cannot be destroyed. Um, it feels as though along the blade, it feels as though there are these like invisible grains of sand on it. The blade is like perfect looking. It looks like perfectly uh, crafted steel. But when you run your hand along the blade, it feels gritty, almost like sandpaper. Um, <clears throat> and what this, this, these are, this is like some kind of like magical incantation on it, some permanent physical magical incantation that um, allows it to shatter any non-magical metal. <laughs> All right? So that the non-magical is the key part, mm -hmm. right? But any... So if a person has regular shackles on, all you do is smack them with this and they break. Now, is that... <clears throat> what if he doesn't want have to, them? Is that something I have to, to activate? Shatter? Nope, it just does that. <laughs> <laughs> Whether and you want it to or not. <laughs> right, yeah. I'm going to leave it here on this metal table. Oh, No! <laughs> My metal table. Why did I rent this aluminum apartment? <laughs> it's destroyed now. My every, aluminum apartment. Every dreams. time I try to put it back in its holster, my belt loop just <laughs> my belt buckles. Fucking my aluminum apartment dreams are like you so gently try to Literally. lean it against the wall and it just crashes. <laughs> Damn it! All right. When you uh, successfully hit a target with a melee attack, as a free action, you can attempt to identify any abjuration spells currently affecting the target as if uh, you had studied it for three rounds using detect magic. Uh, so, and just Did so... say abjuration? Yes, just so we all understand what abjuration refers to. These are protective spells. They create physical or magical barriers, uh, negate magical or physical abilities, harm trespassers, or even banish the subject of a spell to another plane of existence. Oh, um, cool. That might be important in the upcoming battle here. Um, if an abjuration spell is active within 10 feet uh, of another one for 24 hours or more, the magical fields interfere with each other and create these like energy fluctuations. So will, it, will my sword glow blue when uh, abjurations are near? Sure. It's the sting <laughs> for protection spells. But I want it to blow purple. No, damn it. So it senses abjuration spells? And correct. He can identify them. Only when I'm successful. Right. So okay. if they have any sort of magical damage resistance or any sort of mm -hmm. like immunity that they're magically granted themselves, you will know it. Sure. And you can announce it to everyone else. Cool. Don't use book. fire on this thing. It's immune to fire. Blah, blah, blah. Things like that. All right. Um, here's some other stuff you can do. <laughs> here are uh, some other things about it. Is a full <laughs> round. <laughs> tell me other things. Tell me two other things. It has words that tell things about it. <laughs> As a full round action, so you can't attack or do anything else. But you can flourish the scimitar, or sorry, the uh, uh, the rancer of deliverance. All creatures within sixty feet who see 
you brandishing this can immediately attempt a new saving throw with a plus four bonus against any effect they are under that causes the confused, frightened, panicked, paralyzed, shaken, or staggered. No, or staggered. All creatures, not just uh, friendly creatures? Uh, no, it's friendly. Friendly. Yeah, because it's a That's morale cool. bonus. So. Nice. <laughs> and here's the kicker. It has improved crit, uh, 18 to 20. Ooh. And once per round, if you confirm a critical hit against a target with the answer, that foe is automatically targeted by a greater dispel magic spell with caster level equal to your character level. So if they have some sort of protective magical boon on them, it is probably going to be dispelled if you crit. Do that times two or times three crit damage? Times two. Yes. Uh, regular damage dice are 2d8 plus 10. Plus your strength, right? Mm-hmm. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yikes. This thing's pretty sick. So, yeah, your father basically took a magical rancer that he found, had it recrafted as, like, a pirate saber. And so, but it still maintains the magical properties of that rancer. Does it have a name? I don't know, Jerem, does it? It's the Crowley family saber. <laughs> nice. Uh, yes, but I'd like to keep it to myself for now. <laughs> <laughs> What's the name of this NPC? I'll tell he you. Doesn't know. I'll tell you what it's called when I'm ready. Swordy McSwordface. <laughs> yes. Poke. Long. <laughs> weapon. Oh, and by the way, its weight, one pound. Yes. <laughs> it is magically almost weightless. <laughs> Gotta be careful it doesn't fly out of your hand. It's like, <laughs> it's, like it's, it's like a mile away. Time out, time out. I gotta go pick up my sword. Hold on. <laughs> Wait. And that's not it, folks. One last thing. Oh my God. got spray painted flames on the side. <laughs> nitrous. Order now. <laughs> nitrous. Yeah, it's got Nas attached. And it constantly <laughs> plays Lincoln Park. Oh, God. Oh. I throw it in the ocean. <laughs> I throw it in the ocean. <laughs> As an immediate action. A number of times a day equal to your character level, which is what, 11 right now? 12? Uh, how many levels did I lose when I went to save my dad? Uh, yeah, I'd have to go back and listen. It was, I think it, you were level 11 was, or 12. I was 14 when... And I think er, it chalked it down to 11. I think you lost three. Okay, so let's, let's just say it's 11. 11, right. So, 11 times a day, <laughs> uh, you can use a Liberating Command as a spell-like ability. This is an immediate action, right? Liberating command means if the target that you can that you're within range of is bound, grappled, or otherwise restrained, you grant that target a free escape artist check as an immediate action. That target gains a competence bonus equal to twice your caster level, maximum plus twenty. So it'll be twenty. Wow. So it'll be twenty. That's awesome. So you roll that escape artist check, add twenty. Just by pointing at them. Yes, as an immediate action. So in get other up. words, so in other words, they get grappled, unbound yourself, and as long as you 
are within range, mm -hmm. uh, you can give liberating command, uh, and they can uh, make this escape artist check. And I guess like any like any sword, it can free people from the confines of life. Uh, uh, this guy. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna give it to him because. See, guys, I'm died. totally not sad. I'm making jokes. <laughs> I'm making jokes. He screams. I'm fine. Tears. He screams through tears. <laughs> I'm gonna name this sword unresolved issues. <laughs> new sword, new germ. <laughs> Live your sword life. Eat, love, stab. The the sword feels uh, good. Uh, feel, you know, uh, it feels as though this is this is right, uh, and it couldn't have happened any moment sooner. So, like all those times in the past where you refused to take it, your gut was right. Um. Also, in your head though, is are those past choices? Are they? Was I making them because? I, I was consciously choosing to, or was I making them because I was under the influence of alcohol? alcohol. <laughs> straight, <laughs> straight rum can. Um, uh, like Nero's temporal manipulation. Uh, and they, uh, you can't help but be thinking these yeah. things too. I, and, you know, I'm not trying to stir things, but like, this is just, uh, it's, 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 it's difficult to grasp reality. And I'm saying this because this is, you know, a, a major NPC death um, is sort of creating this feeling of absolute tragic sadness. Uh, but um, at the same time, it's, it, it, it also can feel like another domino falling. Mm -hmm. Like was this part of the stepping plan? out of the, the line right. and, and, and going to Shardock only at that moment. Right. And, the time that you guys spent darting around the other islands before you finally went to the underworld, like like all those choices leading up to one specific yeah, moment. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like it's mind blowing. You know, is time a flat circle? You know, like uh, do we have control? Um, so what is our next move? Do you say that out loud? Yeah, I want to know what the plan. What Dash the plan will is. speak up, and she'll she'll like look at Nero's projection while while she's saying this, and then then look at you too. Um, she'll say, "Well, there's there's some information that needs to be uh, discussed, um, and uh, some things that I know uh, through through all this. And then, um, if we have any leftover time, once we have a plan set up." Uh, I think it's the perfect time for boat prom too. I'm just putting it out there. Also, Germ, your father was a noble uh, soul, and I'm really sorry. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> We're gonna. I'm gonna. It's, there's no way to stop. I'm gonna, I'm gonna dedicate a <coughs> boys to men song no at uh, boat prom two to him. All right, uh, guys. It would mean a lot to me and my dad if you sh would share this hashtag. <laughs> Hashtag hashtag. It's called the Boat Prom Challenge. Uh, for every boat prom you raise, uh, one tenth of that boat prom will go to charity. For underprivileged uh, children who can't have boat prom. Underprivileged prom attendees. For underprivileged humanoids who've never been to Who didn't get asked yeah. to boat prom. Yeah, exactly. L landlocked cities, etc. Sure. Yeah. I'll say, uh, I think the most important thing right now, we get all of us. Captain Crowley, back on the ship. And then I think we need to discuss a plan. Yeah. 
We're on Santa Ignacia, right? So how how yes. far is the nearest uh, beach? Uh, pretty near. It would be the one that's like down at the sort of like rocky foothills of the governor's mansion on the other side, the one that faces the harbor. Um, and so it, into that harbor uh, where the night of Oscanara occurred would be the uh, closest. Uh, ship distance, walking distance? Uh, walking distance from here, you're only like maybe a half a mile from it. Germ's like, let's just do it. Time, time's of the essence. He was, he wanted to get the job done as bad as we did. Wouldn't stand for us dicking around. So Not on his so account. Boat problem? <laughs> I'm going to drag my dad to the ocean and throw him in it. Whoever wants to come with, feel free. Not a boat prom. <coughs> that's not that's boat, that's not we can have boat prom after. Okay. It's kind of a thing. Yeah, it's like an Irish wake. It's like people put the die afterwards. Okay. okay, people die, then you have boat prom. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> Throw that water. is what y'all did with, <laughs> with uh, uh, Elda. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> buried him on that island, and then uh, boat prom. Boat prom. <laughs> it's a root. It's what you do. Yeah. Really, boat prom is just getting excessively drunk on a boat. Oh, totally. Yeah, it's not even. Yeah. And then, like, sometimes there's, there's very music. little prom. Yeah. Sometimes there's music. Yeah. When someone remembers, oh, and, like, hit next. Yeah. Well, um, it, boat prom's kind of like, it's kind of like, we call it, we call it prom almost as, like, a joke. Because, like, we're, we, like, we don't go in for all the fancy rich folk rituals. No. no we don't do that. that noise. We got time for ribbons. Yeah. Mm. So. We're like the outsiders. Um, in my underworld form, can I be doing like things simultaneously? Correct. To Correct. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You you essentially have you you got two lives. Okay. What would you like to be doing in uh, um, during all that? I would like to just be using the um, um, orrery, the orrery, mm-hmm. and look at the, look at a few places. Just okay, imagine, just imagine you swiping on an iPad. <laughs> it, it kind of is, <laughs> and it's just all security cam footage of different parts of yeah. the world. It's grainy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. One of them CCTV. One of them's just static. You're like, oh no, they cut the asshole <laughs> camera. Like spray painted over it. <laughs> Epic lightning magic fails. <laughs> so yeah, what, where would you like the to be? The Candero uh, Underground, um, powered by Windows 10. I want to check out the college first. Okay. Just want to see what's going on. Okay. Uh, like bird's eye view of the whole college. Any specific places on it? I'll start bird's eye view. Yeah. Just other people like milling about. Uh, so the the college, remember, was kind of turned into a prison, basically. So all of the employees there and a lot of the students are being held captive there. Mm-hmm. Um, we busted a bunch out. You did bust a bunch out. Uh, and um, there's still some of like there's still some of that. When you look at it, uh, you see Sterling. Uh, uh, you can you can sense Sterling and part of the vampire horde there. Okay. That's where they bamped to after leaving. So they're just right across the bay. Yeah. Um, they're um, super close. And they are uh, amassing. Another thing you see is that the sort of like dark circulating cloud over um, uh, Akova, the, the volcano, is providing a kind of shade so a lot of these 
vampires and undead are out in the sun, but covered by shade. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, hmm. Can I swipe to... Uh, <laughs> I want to look at where the Basilica was. Ooh, okay. So back in uh, New Hampshire? Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, you look back there, and you see that regular wooded clearing looks like just a kind of regular nature documentary going on there you see some deer some birds mm. you know uh kind of uh milling about um and you can kind of see the path into the forest uh, where nate ran and first encountered the vampire army and everything like that is there like an arcane sight filter i can put on this <laughs> sure uh you want to kind of like like sort of like detect any sort of magical signatures there yeah well because like it, the whole thing was under like a veil well yeah and so uh the veil is broken it's gone but what is there are uh, a lot of trace signatures of portal energy um not unlike the one that was above the shardok fight not unlike the one that the husk of valia came out of not unlike the one um where uh the (laughs) nasty being came out of the sky to gobble up the basilica chase after you guys so that that energy is still present there right did that from my memories did that portal look a lot like the one that's over at Cova right now yes cool. almost identical okay. uh, like almost identical in look and magical signature cool and uh, you have no doubt in your mind that this is how that this is how you, you know this is the gateway into this place and there are, there are more of them like there there are several scattered throughout the world these these portals mm-hmm. um yeah we'll call them blake portals blake <laughs> blake portals and you have to gardener men shoo them away Put, <laughs> football. Put the filter on it to see what the basilica looks like as an old person. <laughs> can I give it puppy eyes? Can you give it puppy ears? And it's already a thousand years old. It's gonna. It's not gonna look any older. It's true. Um. Uh, okay. Um. While you're plotting. while you're peeping, um. Vasco will, uh, contact you telepathically. Um, and we'll say, I, I'm in a place called Ravnica and I have encountered a few of the planeswalkers, uh, and they are corralling the rest to help. He says, it's a long story and we can fill you in later, but essentially, uh, there was, there was a kind of syzygy effect here in this multiverse uh that rippled throughout all multiverses all universes and accidentally tethered candera to it um it is the cause and reasoning for everything that has happened it is the reason why my brother and i were able to first stop on your planet um and if 
we are to truly prevent this from ever happening again. We're not only going to have to defeat the Aurok, but we're going to have to essentially sever these strands of time that connect all of these worlds. Because essentially this syzygy event opened all of the floodgates between universes. And so like here and Ishan mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Yeah. So we have to sever them. Yeah. To otherwise to otherwise we leave it open for the next Arak or the next invading yeah. force from a hell dimension or something like that. So does that have to happen before or after he gets here? Uh Vasca will say you know, I hadn't thought of that, but there might be a strategic reason to do one over the other. Um, I haven't thought of that, but I will ponder that. Yeah, well, if we do it after he gets here, that's that was the original plan was to trap him there, right? So we can't go anywhere else, right? But if you do it before, we just lock him out. We just lock him out, yeah. but keep him alive. alive. Yeah, and perhaps try to defeat him somewhere else. I think it needs to end here. Vasca will agree with that, but will also acknowledge that it is a, a curious thing that, you know, it seems as though you've just added another way to technically save Kandera, like killing magic, but, you know. Yeah. Uh, but, but, Vasca says, you know, I think, I think your gut instinct is right. Um, He'll also say, and I've learned through various uh, former spies of mine who who still were in my father's good graces, who are now unfortunately dead and gave their existence so that we might have this information. When the arrival first happens, it is going to attempt to wipe out uh, most living things in and around uh, Santa Igna- the Santa Ignacia Islands. Um, the effect of this uh, the effect of this destruction um, will reach further than that. And there will be areas of the main continent and other islands that will be uh, hurt and affected by this. That's just from the volcano. Right. Yeah, Vasquez says yes. His first attempt is going to be to weaken the world uh, by reducing its numbers yeah. drastically. Super volcano eruption. Uh, yeah, he'll say yes, and he'll say, "I've got to go here soon." But I, one of these planeswalkers says they might have an idea of how to basically save as many people as possible this requires that we get there in time and we're going to try Mm. but he says in order for that to happen we need as many people as possible that we want to save as close (sighs) this is what he says as close to the eruption as possible like on the volcano or in the islands in the islands so here. Correct. So don't evacuate. It would seem not. In fact, if anything, evacuate the others who will be affected to the islands. 
I've got to go, Nero. Uh, we're nearing the end here. Um, hold steady and keep doing everything you've done. It's working. All right. Bye. Deuces. Let's <laughs> go. <Oscar>. Oh. <laughs> I'm a head out. Yeah. I am a head out. Uh, okay, word. Mm-hmm. So, Planeswalker has a plan. I had a plan. Um, you guys are carrying... I assume you want to be one of the people carrying uh, James Crowley's body germ. Yeah. And then anybody else want to... Dash will, of course, oh, yeah. volunteer. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Nate will say, yeah, you three are, are doing it. Feels the most right. It's the middle of the afternoon. Uh, there is a steady breeze. It's like even like 76 degrees, just like sunny, nice. Um, you know, day will be here. Yeah. The, the, the high noon sun has, has baked everything so it's warm, but now it's moving towards setting. And um, few cloud, a little cloud cover. The sun will occasionally dip behind the clouds, but then come right back out. And so it's warm with a nice breeze, salty air, uh, Pretty much, you know, an ideal day for a sailor and a pirate. Um, plenty of wind, uh, so you could imagine gaining a lot of distance uh, on this on the open sea uh, on a day like this. Uh, the waves, the the wind are kind this day, um, and you start carrying James T. Crowley's body like an anchor, um, and you would have basically, you know picked up some rocks or things like that to sort of like put in his pockets and things like that maybe tie tether to his ankles and his his arms and stuff like that typical just weights essentially to make sure that he's dragged to the bottom of the ocean um and yeah uh you keep going uh, you get down uh you're now stepping in the water uh yourselves uh, the waves start to lap at your ankles um and <coughs> stop me if you want to stop or say anything um, as you continue to carry him into the ocean. You get about maybe like knee high. Um, and at this point, his legs, his feet have left the sand and are now, you know, touching the bottom of the ocean. The mm-hmm. weights maybe like around his legs and ankles start to take effect. And he gets heavier um, as you continue to drag. You guys start to break a yeah. sweat because you're fighting against the tide while pulling a, a weighted man <laughs> into right. the ocean. Um, and you guys get about chest deep now, and you're doing that thing where every once in a while you'll, like, you know, dance off the ocean mm. f- ocean floor, right? Because mm-hmm. you're starting to st- make sure your head stays above water. And uh, Captain Crowley's body is now, you know, because he's at mm. an angle, his, the water's now kind of almost up to his shoulder and... <coughs> And everything. Um, I guess Germ Germ notices people kind of struggling. Now we're getting into the deeper water, and he'll just say, "Just, just a little further." Anything Dash says. Anything for you, friend? Can I check in on Captain Crowley in the interim? Yeah, see where he's at. Absolutely. Um, so he's he's currently uh, wandering through the cemetery, unblindfolded, alone. Uh, and he's stopping and looking at some of the gravestones, you know, just sort of like leisurely taking his time. Can I talk to him? Yeah. Oh, oh. yeah, yeah. I mean, you're his god. You Crowley. 
<laughs> he'll look up and he'll say, Nero, too much? <laughs> too much? I appreciate some good theatrics. How are you, mate? Oh, I'm good. I'm I see you've ascended to godhood, as it were. Yeah. Or descended, I suppose, given uh, uh, general I orientation. I see what you did there. However, I imagine that we are somewhere between spaces, perhaps directionless. Because when I got here, my compass rose turned into dust. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I take. You're kind of on your way to wherever you're going. Say. Which is probably going to be a good place. Say. Uh, I know. I know, Jarmwell. We'll do what's right. Give me a proper sailor's burial. He is. Good. He knows. Say. You did good. <coughs> Little rash, perhaps, but <laughs> isn't that what you wanted though? Wasn't that my part in all of this? It's not really about what I want. But I get your point. He'll say, No, I I think I think everything you've done is um going to be difficult for certain individuals and perhaps even some groups to fully comprehend, but uh, mortals are not meant to understand the ways of the gods. They have their methods that are beyond our comprehension, and our job is to trust in the ones that we believe have our best interest, (coughs) that they will in the end see us through, and I don't think there's a single being on that mortal plane, Nero, that doesn't think you're going to deliver. Look at Germ and look at James and say, is there anything you want to say? So at this point, we're getting into like deep water and uh, uh, Germ's like swimming at this point, basically. Treading and water. We're way further out than we need to be, but... And I think I can kind of sense that you guys are wondering what's going on. And Germ just says, like, basically, just a little further. Like, just a little further. I'll say, you know, this is, this feels like the perfect spot. This feels like a good spot. Sun's at the perfect height, Germ, and, you know, feel that breeze. This is what he would want. You're, you're, you're doing right by him. And you're not surrounded by anybody that hasn't dealt with something like this, so. Thanks. Nero, are you with him right now? Crowley will say. I'll nod. I don't feel like I can move. He'll, like, look up at the mausoleum. He'll say, I know that's my destination, but I, I just... Something's holding me back. Tell him. Tell him to let go. It's all right. I'm in good hands. I'm going to be fine. Is there any way I can, like, turn my projection into, like, like for germ turn it into James for James so like a ghostly image of germ will be there yeah you have Sherdock's power by the way and you just discovered this your astral projection can take the form of anyone who's ever died okay so I'll come up to germ put my hand on his shoulder 
you will see how... your father. You'll see Nero turn into a live version of your father. I'll see that, and I'll like get dash, and I'll like try to yeah swim, Bob, whatever. Give him, give them some. Space. Yeah, she'll actually like like grab on to you yeah. and sort of like hold you. <clears throat> I guess I'll look back and just say. never thank you. And I never will. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll just say, good. I hope this is, I hope this is enough. Crowley will say, you've given me more than A thousand lifetimes is enough. Goodbye. Save me a seat. Right next to me. Well, I mean, you know, not right next to me. <laughs> a few seats down. Yeah. I'll say, uh, don't forget. The captain's hat isn't just to signify your rank. It's something you've earned. And you earned it the first day you walked onto my ship. And so I guess there's nothing left to say except farewell, captain. Farewell, captain. I'll let him go. Nero, he'll look at you, uh, you know, kind of like make a face, like a, a face of like kind of like relief. And we'll say, uh, well then, shall we? And like gesture towards the mausoleum. Start walking towards it. Yeah. I'll walk with him until we get there. Yeah. Um, Give him a high five. No. <laughs> he'll slap you back. And his too low is not too slow, so. But my too low is too low. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's he's like, I can't reach. I can't reach down there. I'm a very tall man. Down, yeah. He's like, I'm six five. I mean, Neo down lows, too slows him, and Captain Crowley's like, Whoa! Did you just make you that, that up? up? <laughs> you just made that up right now. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna go around to everyone yeah. in the underworld yeah. and be like, <gasps> Down low, too. too God, damn it! Damn, wait, how'd it go? Too fast. <laughs> so, uh. Dash will, like, as you're, like, sort of, like, holding mm -hmm. each other, treading water together, she'll just whisper, I love you, in your ear, Nate, and give you a kind of a, a squeeze. Mm -hmm. So, I need to. Let's, uh, let's go get pissed. Yeah. Yeah, boat prom? Boat prom? Captain? And I'll kind of, like, wade over to yeah. Germ and yeah. just give him a huge hug and try to like walk him ah uh, she's gonna come over too yeah and get on ya did somebody say boat prom <laughs> and let's take a break I'd like to be alone <laughs> <laughs> yes. I need space I need space come out no no who want to ding 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 
Turn that down, Turn young that down. man. <laughs> hold there you go. Do, 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 do. Wait. Hang on, hold on. Wait, oh, he's hold actually on. playing. <laughs> he's <laughs> do, 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 do. Wait, wait, wait. 